Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I'm Madison, and as always, I'm joined by Jamie. Hello. And welcome back to another sporadic episode of our unplanned podcast. Yes. <laughs> uh, today, we actually managed to watch a whole series. So we're going to be discussing season two. I guess we managed to watch a whole season of the series. <laughs> I'm not going to run ourselves. We're going to be discussing season two of Young Royals. Yes. Um, if you have been listening to us for a long time, we discussed season one of Young Royals back when it first came out. Was it last year or maybe even the year before? Yeah. And it was very positively received. We both really enjoyed season one and we're looking forward to season two. Um, so what did you think, Jamie? Um, yeah, season two was good. I like how it wraps or how it ends. It ends on a, yeah. a good note, I think. Um, there's a lot of sort of frustrating moments throughout yeah. <laughs> of, you know, Will just not really understanding things and I don't know, a whole lot of back and forth there. But uh, ultimately, I think it I think it was good. And um, it's only six episodes. They are like an hour each, but it's digestible if you want to binge pretty quickly. Yeah. And what about you? I, oh, sorry, go ahead. I say, what about you? Oh, <laughs> um, no, I really enjoyed it. I feel like I remember enjoying season one a little bit more, mm -hmm. um, and I'm not sure why. Like, there's nothing specifically about this that I didn't enjoy, um, other than like some of the characters, like August and Marcus. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> but maybe the characters just got more annoying in this season. And <laughs> started liking them less because like, I liked Sarah a lot in the last season and I just like liked her less and less throughout this season yeah and they introduced Marcus and I really didn't like him <laughs> <laughs> I mean poor Marcus is so Marcus the the new sort of rebound or love interest of of how are we how are we going to refer to him Simon, um, Simon, I guess the oh Simon or is Simon, that... Simon, Simon and Wilhelm. Okay, we'll say we'll say Will okay. and Simon. How about that? Will and Simon. Okay. So uh, Simon, um, yeah. So he kind of rebounds on this poor Marcus guy, and then Marcus is kind of like wanting them to sort of decide what they are, and it, it's yeah. kind of like a. a con I, I mean, but, it's like, added for a bit of drama, I think, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think it's added for like the drama of Will seeing like Simon going on a date with this other guy and stuff. But like Marcus is just, I didn't, I thought initially I was like, okay, he seems fine, yeah. but then like he just gets like worse and worse the more we see of him, and like when he kisses Simon at that rowing match, it just feels like really forced yeah. <laughs> and i care for that i actually watched um like a recap of us or a summary i guess of season two on youtube uh -huh. um this thing because it's been a few days now since i watched the the whole season <laughs> and it for the most part like 99 percent of the recap the person who created the video gives none of their own opinions until there's like a scene with marcus in it and at the top it just says gaslighting 101 with marcus <laughs> And it's like in the scene where Marcus says to um, Simon, you're not like your dad. I know you don't want to destroy something this beautiful. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, but... there are moments too where like, you know, Marcus the entire time is sort of competing with Simon's feelings for Will. So like, oh, yeah. there is that element, but you're absolutely right that Marcus is kind of like, gets a bit shifty and then knows something's going on between them. I don't know. It's just like a really... Like he wants he wants to like force it to happen and like mm-hmm. Simon is like struggling with the fact that he has like real true feelings for Will and he doesn't really feel anything for Marcus. He knows Marcus is a nice guy and you know that he should kind of like he or he feels like he should be having feelings for Marcus because like you know why and he even asks his friends at one point like why can't I just fall in love with him instead kind of thing. Right. And well, that's just not how your heart works. But. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But I didn't like Marcus, so I'm glad that, you know, nothing really happens there besides a date and a, and a weird kiss. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you know, his friends were really pushing him as well to have some sort of rebound and experience other people besides Will. So I think that's really what pushed him into trying it out in a lot of ways. Right. Um, so he, you know, he had his rebound, realized he still liked Will and all yeah. that. So, And Will certainly never stopped liking Simon. At the end of season one, if uh-huh. you guys watch it, um, like it ends with Will, Will, who's like the crown prince of Sweden, um, like leaving the school for winter break, having like had this sex tape just released of him and Simon. And like while he's or maybe like before he leaves, he denies that it was him in the tape kind of thing Mm -hmm. because the Royal family like puts this incredible amount of pressure on Will to, to deny it. Um, So when they come back from winter break, then at the beginning of season two, Simon doesn't really want to be like, he's mad at Will. He's, he was hurt by Will because he denied, you know, that that it was him in the tape kind of thing, which left Simon to like bear the whole brunt of all the consequences from the tape then. Um, so he doesn't like really want to be with him, but yeah, like they're still very much in love and, and they seem to have to do everything together. <laughs> like yeah. every single class, every project, they just like end up having to work together, of course. Yeah. But, which is, I think also just done for, you know, the effects of the show. Yeah, but <laughs> absolutely. Maybe that's how boarding school is. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't work Could the be. same group all throughout. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, it does seem to be a pretty small school as well, so Maybe that's, that's true. Then maybe they do a lot of things like with the group of people who they dorm with or live with. Yeah. Um, it seems like, especially like with the rowing competition that we see, like they're competing against like different houses on the camp, same campus. Mm-hmm. So maybe you do a lot with your own house. I don't know. I didn't go to boarding school. <laughs> <laughs> Neither did I. <laughs> we went to a rural public school. Yeah, but I, I was the crown princess, and I just went to, you know, Hickville High School. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the thing about this is that, like, I understand that Will is sort of, like, restrained in what he can do due to his duties and stuff. Um, in this right. season, he does sort of actually take a couple times to stand up to all of that and he kind of has this really dramatic moment of telling not only his mother but seemingly parliament i guess like the main people that yeah that if he can't like kind of do what he wants to do or if he's forced to do things he doesn't want to do then he just doesn't want to be prince anymore uh, and he won't be king which sort of you know leads to more drama in the season but it's good in a way that he's sort of speaking up to them 
Um, but you know, the thing that we noticed last time, uh, last season that was really critical and that I think that the Royal family didn't really consider with all this is that like, yes, there's always going to be people who are like negatively view, um, the fact that the, you know, traditional role of prince or king, that that person may be attracted to someone of the same sex, but it's like the overwhelming majority of the comments on like the video as it was released, if I remember correctly, were all positive, like, oh, right. yay, fun, I like all this stuff. So it's kind of like, right. that probably would have been a good time for him to like, be allowed to express that and be like, you know, right. I, I know that like part of it is it also like, do you want the prince caught in a sex tape, giving head to someone? I don't know. But like, right. at the same time, it's like, you know, the, the family does, they really do try to protect the institution at the detriment of like allowing Will to, to live his life or be himself. And as you said, Simon is kind of like caught in the crosshairs of that, um, right. which is sad, but Will is slowly building up to finally like publicly confronting this, um, right. which spoiler alert, he does at the, in the last episode. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I called that as soon as I found out he was going to have to give a speech. Oh, I was yeah. like, that's when he comes out to everybody. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. absolutely. Um, which is exactly what happens of course. But, um, yeah, um, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, I had a good, I had a good thought, Jamie, and it just, it just ran away with me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, what were um, you saying? We were talking about um, Will, like being bound by his duties and stuff, and he's slowly, yeah. I don't know. Um, that's it. <laughs> but um, Jamie edited all this out. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But um, you know, Simon too is like. Obvious, like obvious at the beginning of the season, like very much not wanting to hear any of that. Um, although he does slowly come around to the fact that like, you know, Will says at some point in this season that his mother is like, once you're 18, do whatever you want. But until then, let's just keep it on, you know, let's remain, keep your life on right. the back burner or whatever. Um, and so for right. a while, Simon's like, I don't want to wait all that time. But eventually he kind of agrees to. Right. Well, and that like, so we have that scene there, like with William, with Will and his mom, they're talking on the phone and yeah. she kind of says, you know, I want to be supportive of you, even if you want to live an unconventional lifestyle. When, when you're 18, we'll talk about that. We'll figure out how that could work with, you know, having an heir to the throne and all that. But like right now, just kind of focus on being in school and not your romantic life, I think was kind of like her, her headspace. Yeah. Um, which, so it's nice kind of to see like that the Royal family would potentially be open to like, all, you know, being okay with it. But then at the same time, we have this incredible pressure for, for tradition being maintained both at the school and in the Royal family. And you kind of see that throughout um, especially, and it's like with that, the song that Simon writes, he wants to change the, the wording to the school's theme song to be a little more progressive and kind of to show that the school has evolved over the last 150 years. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what birthday they were celebrating, but, um, a <laughs> hundred and something years. Um, and so originally it seems like that's going to happen. The, the principals on board, they really like the new version, but then, when the one like main guy in the royal he's not in the royal family but he like he's like an advisor or something 
What? He's like some sort of advisor or something. Yeah, something like that. When he hears that version of the song and he kind of like connects the dots that Simon was the one that William was in that tape with and Simon wrote this song, the song's probably, you know, it's going to connect them to in some way with Mm -hmm. this new verbiage. And he's like, no, like, we're just going to stick with tradition and the, the original one will be presented instead. Um, so you can tell that like the royal family is not really as open to yeah. change as his mom wants him to think that they are. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I mean, let's be honest about that song, though. The entire time, it was clear that it was just like a love song to, to, Simon, oh. or to Will. Like, it, <laughs> it's undeniable. <laughs> Do you want to know a funny thing about the wording of that song? What's that? Because <laughs> like, it's kind of important to like the storyline like knowing what the new words that um simon are writing like what what he what he's saying basically so i was watching the dubbed version of this yeah and in the dubbed version if you also have the english subtitles on which i did for like taking notes and stuff it doesn't put subtitles when he sings and he sings in swedish and so (laughs) I didn't realize until like the almost the very like until they made a big deal about it there with like not using it. I was like, why why won't they show us like what the wording to the song is? I don't understand why it's not in the subtitles. It's in Swedish. I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> and so then I tried that's when I tried turning them off. And then I realized that like if you turn the English subtitles off, it will show the English subtitles to the song. It's like a weird glitch in the oh. Netflix show. And then I was finally able to like read the full, like what the song is actually saying. <laughs> so if you're watching this, don't make the same mistakes that I did. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> well, you were just experiencing it. Like all of the chorus kids the first time they heard it. That's fine. Yeah, I guess, I guess I probably didn't need it to be dubbed and, also subtitled but i also like i had the subtitles on probably most people wouldn't be in that situation but i usually watch netflix shows with the subtitles on when mm-hmm. i'm doing like for nno so that i can get quotes written down accurately and stuff same i mean honestly <laughs> yeah i usually watch shows with subtitles regardless i'm just like <laughs> you don't watch them dubbed like no. if you, i'm sure you watched it in the original swedish you I didn't did, watch yeah. it in the English dub, so you you know most it's probably a, a unique position to be in. Yeah, yeah, doing both of those things. <laughs> but, but yeah, then it was like, oh, okay, this is clearly about William. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I realized that, you know, and the, the whole like them making such a big deal about him writing the song suddenly made sense to me. Yeah. And at one point, the teacher, like the music teacher, is kind of like, "Well, you might need to add something about the school in there, but <laughs> and you'll have to remove the profanity." <laughs> yeah. That oh, was fun. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, ultimately, though, you know, Will and Simon kind of slowly get back together. Yeah, they kind of realize that they're very much in love, and they're not feeling that connection with anybody else and so when William does give his speech he clearly has like a huge fear of public speaking yeah. because he doesn't want to do which oh, I can relate to um, <laughs> but he doesn't want to have to even like give a presentation in class let alone give a speech that's going to be heard by the entire country but like when he finally does get up to do it not only does he do it quite well but he also deviates from the prepared like script and criticizes the school's you know, decision to to not 
decide if the traditions they're passing on are good or bad. And then, you know, that's when he admits that it was him in the tape with Simon. And then it just kind of ends with them smiling at each other. So we don't know any of the consequences of, or the fallout of that at this point. And I mean, through that conversation or that speech, he's also not only criticizing the school, the school and traditions really, but traditions in general, which I think is also a dig at his, you know, his family and his mother's stance and, and stuff like that, which, yeah, what a good public forum to present all that at. I guess. He does it like so calmly and without throwing up at all. So. <laughs> he does. He does. Which I, is good. You know, he got over his public speaking fear like really fast right there. <laughs> true. I mean, I guess maybe if you're saying something that's like, you know, has a lot of conviction for you and they're really important to you, it's less right. throw up y than a prepared speech. <laughs> I guess I've never thrown up during a speech. It's, I haven't it's not but <laughs> I forced myself to take a lot of public speaking classes in yeah. college for some reason. Well, I think because that just came with being an English major, there was not <laughs> options of, to not talk out loud in class. So I, that helped get over it. But yeah. you know, yeah. I still don't enjoy it. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's why I work from home as a graphic designer, where I only communicate with people through email. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, moving on. We should talk about some of the other characters yes. because there's several other plot lines happening besides just this will they, won't they with Simon and Will. Yeah. Um, uh, let's do Will and Felice real quick because that's a quick little aside. It is. I, I like, <laughs> I really kind of like loved the progression of their friendship up yes. until they started making out, but that was also kind of funny. But yeah, that was they handle it well. <laughs> they do, they do ultimately. Um, so yeah, it was. Um, I also love their friendship, you know, because in the first season she really wanted to be with him, and he wasn't out or anything, so she just you know kept pursuing right. him, and ultimately they decided it wasn't going to work out. Um, so as season two starts, um, it turns out that she's really like the only person he's been chatting with a lot uh, during his sort of absence from school right. and all that stuff and over break. Um, so when they, you know, he comes back and they're really good friends, which is really nice to see. But yeah, when it, he's like really down at one point and she is like having those feeling, like trying to comfort him as a friend. And then he starts right. trying to kiss her. And I was like, where is this going? Oh Lord. And honestly, if they hadn't been interrupted, like, probably like, yeah. would have had sex and like that would have made things even worse for them <laughs> maybe maybe they would have stopped before it went down i don't know maybe not but um yeah they i'm glad they got interrupted because you know it would have been harder to come back from having full-on sex and <laughs> making out <laughs> yeah and luckily they ultimately like you know he admits that it was an a dick move and yeah they kind of become friends again which is good which it works out fine but, but um, uh, we also have a, a friendship breakup in this between, yeah, between oh. Felice and Sarah, who also became like best friends. Yeah, that was really fast. Yeah. <clears throat> and I was like, they when, were like, when are they suddenly like BFFs? I don't get it. Like the point that Felice's like former roommate moves all her stuff out of Felice's room so that Sarah can room with her kind of like, but that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> But I like I like Sarah at the beginning of this. I think that, you know, it's sweet seeing her kind of, you know, trying to fit in in this new lifestyle with, you know, her new girlfriends. Yeah. But and then she she's kind of vulnerable, I think. And she kind of just gets sucked in under the spell of August, who 
I can't decide if I think he really cares about her or not. <laughs> and yeah. I, I feel bad with kind of the way it ends up for her. Yeah. I, I think I want to say that he does like, mm. like her because I mean, you know, they do do a bit of like sneaking around, which is odd, but then like ultimately after they've like, you know, gotten together and all that he does want to go to this ball with her so like you right. know, in a public forum as the date which shows right. me that like yeah he is more interested in like actually being with her but it's true that like he now has a more complicated role because he's basically put second in line to the throne right. which does make it seem like we you know we've known this entire time that that uh, simon and sarah come from a family that doesn't have a lot of money so would they be able to actually stay together if he did become, right. you know, the king or whatever? Who knows? Um, so it, it does make it a little more complicated. But he does seem during that time to be like, yeah, you know, like he's talking about how I think he even says something about how like she'll be queen or something. I don't know. So, it's yeah. you know, I think that he does like her. I just think that he's done some shitty stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's definitely done some shitty stuff. But <laughs> yeah. I feel like he almost like sees Sarah as like a possession. Mm -hmm. Like and her, going to the ball with her is to like show everybody that she belongs to him, Ugh. kind of thing. And like he is buying her this horse to like yeah. show how much money he has and. And I don't even know how aware he is that this is not normal. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, it's just like kind of like how he views like the being in a relationship would be like kind of thing. But yeah, it is odd know. to buy a horse for the, the girl that you started dating a minute ago. I know, which and clearly like an expensive horse because he had yeah. to sell some rich painting from his inheritance to buy the horse. Yeah. I mean, August is, he's just very, like, misguided during this entire situation. Yeah, and, and every decision that he makes is yeah. just, like, starting with, like, uploading the video last season of yeah. William and Simon together and everything he does after that. I mean, I guess he, like, does really try to sincerely apologize to Will, but I feel like that's more just wanting to get back into the royal family's good graces. But then that happens anyway, when the queen, instead of punishing him for uploading a video of her son having sex to the internet, she's like, oh, I'm just going to make you second in line to the throne instead, yeah. which I don't get that decision. No, I feel like there should, there must be a cousin or something who could have taken over I, instead. I, mean, I think he is the cousin. Oh, is he a cousin? Oh. Yeah, I think that's how they're related. Okay. But... I thought he was just uh, the brother's best friend or something, but that would make no. sense. I feel like he because they do mention him more than once that he is part of the royal family okay and i think that he is a cousin but apparently he's the only right <laughs> nobody else <laughs> slim pickings um which uh i guess that just shows that you know the, the royal family is not willing to deviate from tradition even if it means you know letting august upload sex videos of other members of the royal family <laughs> without punishing them yeah but yeah. And it's like, it's a shame that August sort of like, well, I mean, Sarah allows it to happen and pursues him. So like, in a way, she's the one who sets the wedge of August between her and Felice's friendship. But it's That's... like, yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Sarah pursuing August. 
it's like the funniest thing. It's like at first she's at some girl's party and they're all talking about like how many guys they slept with. And she says, you know, she's never slept with anybody. Why would you sleep with a guy when you could just make yourself come? And some of the girls are like, yeah. And then some of them are like, oh, but it's so much better when you're, you know, with somebody who makes you feel the tingles. So she like wants to experiment that. <laughs> and so she goes to August and just like awkwardly grinds herself against her his knee while like kissing him for 10 seconds and just is like yep it is better i want to have sex with you <laughs> i mean is it the same time or was it a different time where she was like chatting with him then ran away and like masturbated in, in the bathroom that was earlier okay. like, that was... <laughs> i'm like girl that was back when she thought she didn't need a man but oh, now she's fair. realizing that maybe she wants one. <laughs> oh my gosh she's she's too funny well, like, that was back when I, you know, I, I guess I don't dislike Sarah. I just feel like she makes a lot of dumb decisions, and I feel bad for her because I think that, that August kind of does play her. Oh, yeah. And, and and she, you know, falls for it. Because he also, he knows that if any information about this tape is ever, you know, comes to light, that Simon's going to know about it and Sarah's going to know about it because of that. So keeping her close is, like, to his benefit. Yeah. I don't have a lot of good feelings about August. No. Other than I do like the name August, but... Yeah. August, yeah, it's a good name. But no, he's just kind <laughs> of, like, meant to be the antagonist, I think, which is pretty clear. Yeah. I mean, they do try to, like, give Garner some sympathy for him because there are moments when, like, as soon as Will's back at school, he's basically starts stripping him of all of his, like, power, essentially. <laughs> yeah, I kind of enjoyed that. Yeah, me too. Um... <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, we'll see what happens in season three, but I mean, August may be in jail soon, although the family yeah. will probably protect him, but you know, Sarah did call the police. So that's what I mean. Like Simon had just like decided he wasn't going to call the police. And then Sarah yeah. goes and ruins everything, <laughs> presumably yeah. anyways, by calling the police to report him because she doesn't realize that August has the, that drug information against Simon, so Simon could also end up in jail. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I have um, a fan theory about that, though. Okay. So, let's see. Um, I'm thinking that because Sarah calls the police and reports August, August is going to turn over the information he has on Simon and the fact that he had gotten him these drugs, but on the bottle, it's Simon's dad's name, and I think Simon's dad's going to step up and take the fall. Oh. And, like, do, like, one good thing as a deadbeat dad in his entire life and, and take the fall for Simon. Because it is his name on the bottles, not sure. Simon's. That's true. I so mean, that, back... would, that'd be good. Yeah. If they want to bring the dad character back next season. That's an option for you, Netflix, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Free advice. Yep. Free advice. That's that's why we do this podcast, just to guide you. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so I assume Sarah, yeah, Sarah and August broken up. There's also like a very dramatic scene before this where Will's like very close to shooting August, which is like... Yeah, I wonder if he would have gone through with that. <laughs> I don't know, but everyone has to like talk him. Is Yeah, I was like, oh my God, let's not kill anyone in this, for yeah. God's sake. <laughs> I don't know that the royal family will be able to get you off for that. Murdering somebody, another member of the royal family, <laughs> in front of four witnesses. <laughs> Seriously. 
probably not a great idea, you William. Come on. Yeah. But I mean, I can I understand like where his anger is coming from at that moment, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably he wouldn't have threatened him with a gun had he not found August at a shooting range where there was already a gun available. Right. <laughs> If he had confronted him in the dining hall or something, you know, he would have used a knife instead. <laughs> I don't know that's any better, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> I guess you could defend yourself a little better from a knife, but. Yeah, that's not as fast as a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> but um, needless to say, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Will and August's relationship's kind of done. Yeah, but, you know, August will stick his nose up anybody's butt in the royal family to, like, get more power. So he'll, he could still be sucking up to William next season. Yeah, and as far as we know, nothing's changed with him being second in line. Although, if he is arrested and it gets out that he's, like, essentially distributing child pornography, that may remove him from second in line. I mean, not if they don't have another, you know, option, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, they'll they'll have to find some second or third cousin somewhere. They just have to go and adopt somebody so that they have somebody in the royal family to pass on the lineage to. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that that's pretty much season two. It pretty much is. Yeah, I think that covers all the all the major players. Yeah, I think um, I was looking for quotes to see if I had any, and I, I only have one, and it actually introduces a different plot point. Oh, um so the quote i wrote down is um it's one of the roommates who says i'd rather be secretly in love than be her ex that she hates yeah um and so then we find out that there's been this sort of you know one-sided as far as we know attraction between two of felice's roommates um where the one's really been pining after the other i think it's the the one who's it's um it's frederica and stella frederica's the one who wrote the poem and stella's the one love with is stella the one also who speaks in english all the time uh everybody was speaking in english for me oh you're right (laughs) there's one there's one of the roommates it might be stella i think um who almost exclusively speaks in english and everyone else is speaking swedish it's like the weirdest thing oh that is bizarre yeah like she clearly understands everyone in the context of the show but she just speaks english i'm like i don't understand why exactly did did anybody else like do they understand English? <laughs> they know what they must, say. yeah. And at one point in season one, I remember like Felice was like, "Girl, why aren't you speaking in Swedish?" And I don't remember what she said, but yeah, it's oh. like it's like this weird like thing. But maybe, maybe anyway. that's still I'm not sure because they were all speaking in English for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So we have um, not only what the people will call MLMs, so men loving men, but we have some WLWs as well uh, in the yeah. show. <laughs> um that was the only quote you had yeah i i wrote that one down too i had a couple other ones um i had when they're all dressing up in those really old-fashioned outfits and like they're all walking down to the ball together one of the guys says you look like a cheap version of peter pan (laughs) (laughs) um william's psychiatrist at one point says we can't choose who we're born as but we can choose how we want to live Mm. And then William, when he's visiting, I think when he's like visiting with the psychiatrist at one of his appointments, he says, and he's talking about his feelings for Simon. He says, in a way, I wish it had never happened. It was better to be oblivious to how it can feel. Mm. And that was sweet, too. That's good. But yeah, yeah that was all I had. 
Nice. So that is uh, Young Royal Season 2, pretty much. Yeah. Um, um, recommend, if you haven't watched Season 1, watch that first, then watch Season 2. It's pretty good. Yes. Yeah, I would definitely watch both. Otherwise, you'll be probably a bit confused. Yeah. <laughs> Why are these two guys just staring longingly at each other and not talking? Which is <laughs> basically half. like episodes one through four of season two. Yeah. Half of the show is just them staring dramatically at each other. <laughs> just two boys pining after each other. Light shining behind each one of their heads. <laughs> Dramatic music playing. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so um, uh, let us know what you thought about Young Rels. You can reach out to us on Twitter at NNO Podcast. Or you can send us an email to navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, so thanks for listening. We're always happy to have you, everyone here. Feel free to send any recommendations. You know, we're happy to, to talk about anything. Absolutely. Well, as long as it's a Netflix original. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. So until next time, thanks everyone. And bye. bye.